When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're live. Hello, Greg. Hello to you out there, advanced English learners. Welcome to another live conversation between Greg and Mary Daphne. So how are you doing, Greg? Doing quite well. Awesome. I'm excited about this topic because it's something that you'll get asked a lot. To, by people that you're, you know, meeting for the first time, by your friends, by the interviewer, right, when you go to a job interview mm. uh, held on Zoom or in real life, uh, you'll still get this question. And it's about... What's the question? Yeah. <laughs> Leave it as hanging All here. the suspense. Yeah. Well, it's about talking about your hobbies and your interests. Okay. And answering the question, what do you do for fun? Right, yeah. I mean, you do get that a lot and across all different contexts, contexts, right? So yeah. both professional and social. That's uh, true. And yeah, you, you want to have a good answer because you want to sound like an interesting, fun person to, to work with, yeah. to, to be with, you know, to spend time with. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you're talking about it in the scope of when you're answering this question at an interview – Right, the best answer is the one that is genuine and that you actually do. You don't want to talk about, you know, your love of chess, playing chess, if you don't actually do that. Just you think um, that it'll just because you might think it'll impress certain people. But that being said, you know, you do have to keep in mind like the context. Like Greg was saying, that it's across context, and that's why it can be a little bit challenging to figure out what hobbies, because you have so many, right? What yeah. hobbies to really bring to light in certain contexts? Yeah, I, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of um, situations where, uh, you know, how, how my answer would change yeah. across different situations. Right. What I think is effective when answering this question, and a lot of these questions, you, this is a personal question, right? Yeah. Um, and so if you immediately provide an answer that sounds very, you know, uh, scripted, uh, meaning very rehearsed, very practiced, yeah. it's going to sound impersonal. So for an, a personal question to get an impersonal answer mm. is not ideal. Yeah. Um, so regardless of, of sort of how you answer it, it's okay to show a little thought, you know, in that moment as to how you will plan to answer it. Um, because you do need to think about, okay, uh, in this context, like it's a professional context, I'm yeah. probably going to focus more so on, you know, skills that are related to the job, right? Whereas if it's with a friend, I might focus more so on, you know, something like uh, something I would enjoy doing with them, right? right? Something I'd enjoy spending time with them doing. Yeah. That would be... Um, you know, an example of, of how I might tailor both, by the way, are still honest answers, For sure. right? Both are true interests of mine, but obviously we don't have time, nor do they want to hear <laughs> every interest that we yeah. have. 
So uh, it's sort of on us to choose the right answer, the right interest for the right audience. Definitely. I love that you brought that up because you're really then tailoring your message, in this case, the answer to the question, what do you do for fun, to the specific audience. So I can think of one example where I might not, let's say um, I have a side hustle, meaning we talked about this in another conversation, where I have a full-time job, but on the side, I have a passion project that I am pursuing. So maybe my passion project is my Etsy shop. So maybe I sell handcrafted goods and I put them on Etsy. Um, I don't actually do this, but I think it'd be an awesome, cool. awesome side hustle. And I know someone who can do that. Um, <laughs> but basically having a side hustle where uh, it takes up a lot of my time, right? Let's say I'm doing this as soon as I get home from work and on weekends. Now, that could be perceived as a hobby in some ways. Now, if I'm talking about this to my future um, employer in such a passionate, excited way about my hobbies, that might signal that I'm not fully committed to Mm. doing something there, to that specific role or job. Um, So you have to be a little bit careful, right? It's great to be passionate about hobbies. It's great to have your interests. But do keep in mind that the way you talk about it could signal something else in terms of where your, um, what's the word I'm looking for, your allegiance lies. Yeah, and I really like that word signal, right, in that context, because signal is effectively saying you're uh, alerting them, right? Mm -hmm. Like you think about a traffic signal is telling you which direction to go, right? Right. You're signaling to your employer. And I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to signal... the, your your ability, your capabilities, and your um, dedication uh, to whatever it is the job is related to or the company is is focused on. Um, so another example of this yeah. is let's say you you're, you're applying to um, you know some like a coal power plant, right? Yeah. And you're and you talk about <laughs> how your passion is you know saving the environment and and growing trees and right. all this. Uh, the guy, the, you know, the interviewer is going to be kind of scratching his head thinking, well, why are you applying to a cold Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like it's, you can't like get behind a mission that is so antithetical, so different, so yeah. opposite what you're actually doing, right? Your actions speak louder than words in a lot of cases. Totally. Yeah, your, your hobbies say a lot about who you are. Yeah. And that's why people ask that question in the first place. Yeah. It's not because they necessarily want to, you know, do exactly what it is you're doing or or that they care specifically what it is that you do. They just want a better picture of who you are. Yeah. And hobbies, the things you do when you have free time, are one of the best insights into who you are, uh, you know, in, in, in the broader context of the world. Right. So, like, let's say you have, like, a health and fitness YouTube channel. That indicates, that signals that you take, you know, healthy living seriously. And so maybe, you know... What you do with your full-time job could, you know, somehow align with that in that maybe you're working for a eco-friendly beauty company or something like that where it's kind of like aligned. So sometimes our hobbies do help trickle into um, and inform what we do uh, the majority of the day in a lot yeah. of ways too. I think that's a great example. Yeah. 
Um, it's it's one of those things also where uh, the, the the answer can change over time, right? And even even somewhat frequently. Uh, for me, you know, uh, in one half of the year, I might be really into computer programming and doing a lot of coding. Yeah. Um, and then in the second half of the year, I get really into uh, working with uh, audiovisual equipment, right, right? And, right, and optimizing sound and all of that. And so, uh, it's also important to keep in mind that your hobbies can change, and that's fine. And and that's why it's nice to, you know, I think regularly reflect on what it is you enjoy doing yeah. uh, outside of your, you know, paying job. So I have a question: At which point does something that you create as a habit? let's say like working out become a hobby or is it di- like is it different from a hobby so do you view something like working out which we both do every day as a hobby or is that a habit and so, can hobbies be habits yeah that's a great question right what what what's the difference between a hobby and yeah. just something you do right for me uh i would say one of the key um signals of a hobby being a hobby is that when you are sort of twiddling your thumbs, right? You don't have anything to do. It's like doing this. Right, twiddling your thumbs, and you're just deciding what to do. The next thing you decide to do could very well be a hobby. If there's something that you regularly return to, right? It's not something you do just once, but something you often do when you don't have anything else to do. Yeah. To me, that 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 feels like a hobby, right? It's as something, opposed to a habit. As opposed to a habit, which is often something... Um, that you, you know, you do because you know you need to do it, mm. right? You, you do it, like, for example, working out. I know that's good for me. It's easier to not work out, but I work out anyways. It's a habit of mine because I know it's good. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a hobby of mine right. because in a perfect world, I would only work out when I wanted to, and it's probably <laughs> less than I should. Um, <laughs> and that's so funny because for me, like, I have to force myself to take the yeah, rest days. Exactly. So yeah. for you, it could more, more be in a hobby, right? You often, if you have free time, you decide, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to do a workout. Right. And that's why she's so fit. <laughs> well, you're fit too with things, but it's true that, you know, it's, it's, it's funny to see how the amount of time and the regularity with, with which you do something can sometimes be taken from a habit into a hobby or like you think of maybe like a habit as something that you just do every single day without thinking. It's almost automatic. Whereas with the hobby, you derive a lot of pleasure from it yeah. and you enjoy it so much I like that. that you may do it every day, but with that hobby comes this sort of like understanding that you really enjoy it so much. It's deliberate. It's purposeful. Mm. Uh, I, I really like that. You're very present in that activity. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. And I think the big thing is that there's no sense of obligation. Yes. With a habit, there may, it may be because of a obligation yeah. or associated with the obligation. Yeah, that's a good one. A, a hobby is really just, it's something you just like to do. And when you get the opportunity, you'll do it. Yeah. Uh, and there's no, no real, um, there's no one telling you you have to do it uh, or any underlying reason why you should do it. Right. It's for fun. Yeah. So let me ask you this. How would you answer the question, what do you do for fun when you're talking to friends or to our viewers out there? Yeah, I would say for me, uh, one of my favorite things to do is just to learn about the world. So one of my favorite things, one of my hobbies is just to go through all my email newsletters, right? We all have a lot of email newsletters that come into our inbox. Uh, Most of us don't really read many of them. That Uh, would be me. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love reading all of them because yeah, I'm very careful about, about what I subscribe yeah. to. And I aggressively unsubscribe yeah. from anything that I don't want to read. And so my inbox is always full of stuff I like to read. Yeah, it's good. Um, and so it's a little bit of a habit to read it. But I actually, it's more so of a hobby for me because um, not only do I read the emails, I'll often click into the links in the emails and read an associated article with it, right? right? For me, just that building the knowledge and, and learning about really random topics yeah. is definitely a hobby of mine. And it makes for a great conversation too. And you always find ways of, I mean, then you 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 teach it to me too. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's fascinating how much knowledge there is out there that we don't even know and we're not even aware of. And yeah. it just changes your perspective in so many ways. So I love that one. That's a really good one. I'm trying to think for me, like at the moment, uh, currently what my hobby, I mean, in addition to like working out, because I do enjoy it so very much. I think that's a good one. Um, in addition to that, I really, um, I started getting into, thanks to Greg, um, I've always been interested in illustrating and drawing but now we decided to take that to a digital medium. And so um, we are now, well, I am trying to learn how to like turn drawings on digital, like on an iPad into like an animation. So right yeah. now I'm like working on the sketches because there is like a little bit of a switch you have to make when you go from sketch pad and pen or whatever medium you're using, like a pastel crayon to then you know a digital experience so I'm getting I'm familiarizing myself with that I think also when if you answer that question like Skillshare courses or YouTube courses or educational courses like yeah. that could definitely be a hobby yep right yeah definitely so there's there's a lot of ways to answer it and and just to wrap up right you want to really be mindful of the participants, like who you are sharing this message with, who are you speaking to, and what the context is. Is mm. it a professional setting, like an interview? Are you at a professional setting, like at a networking event, where it feels a little bit more casual, but it's still professional, right? So that's something to keep in mind. Or is it just a casual conversation with friends? Yeah, yeah, a lot to think about. And again, it's a fluid concept, right? What you do today could be different from what you do a year from now. Um, and embrace that that um, sort of variation in your life and let that come out when you, when you answer the question. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So thanks so much for joining us. If you have certain hobbies that you want to share with us, feel free to comment below. And we will see you next week for another lesson with Advanced English. We'll see you then. Have a good Bye. one.